All right, so we're continuing in the in the in the instruction of Chelak. In the Kafach, it's uh, the first column in Kuf Lamidvah. So now the Rambam takes a different um, a different uh, topic. He says uh, after he finished with the marshal of Lishma and Shalolishma, he says Uma Shata Tzarech Das. Okay. I'm not sure why we have to know this right now, but it's another another preliminary um, step that Ram is taking before he feels he can discuss what he set out to discuss, which is all in Haros. So he says, you have to know that with regards to the Divrei Chachamim, Aleim Hashanam, People are divided in three groups. Okay. So he says like this. Yeah. Hakat Harishona, the first group, and they are the majority of the people who I've met. So in other words, people he's uh, contemporaries with the Rambam, people in his community that he's, you know, had interactions with, or people that he's read their works. Vashir uh, Sharmati he's heard about them. So this is the biggest group. He says, Mevinim Osam Kipshutam. Okay. So in other words, the topic is how do people take the words of Chacham? So he says, the first group, understand them in their plain meaning. All right. They don't give any hezber, any interpretation, any uh, explanation of them. They'll take the stories in, in um, they'll take statements of Chazal and uh, understand them in their uh, plain form. You found the spot there? You guys down there? All right. So he says, um, so they take, they, they, they take the uh, statements at face value. Okay, now what kind of statements are we talking about? Just to be clear, not um, you know, in, uh, when they say good uh, asik mechitzas or uh, you know shnayim shadanu in dinayim din, right? <laughs> or dinayim din. He means agadic uh, uh, statements, essentially, right? Uh, medrash, and so they're the, the the largest group take the words of the of Chazal at face value, according to their simple meaning, and they don't give any explanation at all. V'nasu etzlam kol hanimnaos mechuyvehametzios. What does that mean? It's a strange statement that I was making. He says, they make, or, or, or they become to them, right, these, uh, it becomes to them, kol um, hanimnaos, everything, all of the impossibles, become the necessary. So you may know what that's a reference. It's a, it's a little bit of a, these are terms that the Ram uses in, in, uh, in his philosophy. So the Ram states elsewhere, and this is not a, this is not a Ram thing, this is just a philosophy thing. You know, Chovos uh, Lovavos mentions it. Is it, uh, I'm sure the, I'm sure the Greeks uh, had it. And um, it basically says that a Chacham looks at the world, when he analyzes the world, he sort of the broadest categories are the necessary, the impossible, 
and the possible. Right? Mm-hmm. You have to have a certain certain premises about how the world works. And if you have a, like a knowledge about nature, you're going to have to come out and, and you and you think about it, you know, and you and you're analyzing things with with the chachma. You'll find that you'll you'll break up the world, you'll break up phenomena into the possible, you know, the the, the necessary, the impossible, and then the possible. Okay, well, what do we mean? Like in the modern, uh, so it reminds me of a, a story from uh, that I once read from. Um, from Richard Feynman, the quotable Richard Feynman, right? And he said, a lot of people think if you know science, then things become more possible. You know, you have more possibilities. The truth of the matter is, a greater chacham in science actually knows more of what's not possible, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, science fiction writers think anything's possible. Scientists will know, no, that's simply impossible. He said, like, he was once at a lecture, and someone says, are anti-gravity boots possible? And he says, no, absolutely not possible. <laughs> You can't have an anti-gravity. Gravity is a property in every in all material by nature, by you know, by definition of its matter. It's so if you're a chacham and you know that, that'll be in the category of the impossible, right? But um but anyway, but the what, what's interesting in the Rambam is he seems to be over he seems to be overdoing it, right? Because he's saying that they take the impossible and turn it into the necessary. Why can't you just say they take the impossible and turn it into the possible? <laughs> what does he mean that they turn it into the necessary? So he's talking about like they'll take statements of Chazal that depict things that we know can't happen according to nature. Right. And they'll say, uh, and he says, and 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 they'll and they'll take them at face value and they'll say they occurred. But what, what does he mean that they turned them into the necessary? What do you mean? Necessary existences. A necessary existence is like, like you're saying, gravity is a necessary, uh, you know. Will this, will this, uh, you know, that leaf fall uh, at this moment? Uh, that's possible. Those things are possible, right? Yeah. So, so what is he, what is he trying to say? I'll give you a question. You like a good question. Yes. The Ram is discussing. Yeah, I think he's also sorry. He's saying, he's saying they are not. If you would say he puts that puts them into the frame, into the framework of the possibles, that would mean first of all that would mean that they're operating in these three frameworks, <laughs> and it's simply a matter of moving it from the impossible into the realm of the possible. I think he's trying to just indicate they don't really have the they don't really have these frameworks. They have um, their necessary is let me just say. The, the framework of necessary, impossible, and possible is like a view, is like a, a scientific outlook. It's like a, a chokmah uh, analysis of, of reality. Their analysis of reality is, is much simpler. It's whatever Chazal say has to be true. So it becomes, since that's their rule, no, they don't, they don't have, it's not like a scientific analysis where, oh, I see if this happened, that must go into the category of the possible. That would be implying that they're scientists in some way. They're intelligent in, in, in uh, you know, in their general approach, and they're just, you know, shifting it over. He wants, he's trying to indicate, you no, know, that they don't look at the world in, in the sense of chachma at all. And basically, whatever their their rule of what must be is whatever Chazal say. Okay. 
and uh, and therefore anything that is um, anything that in reality we would consider to be even if we would consider it to be impossible on like an analysis of, of reality uh, of course bar, of course barring miracles we're not talking about miracles over here um, to them since Chazal say it it becomes necessary it becomes a necessary a necessary thing and it's almost like and I'm trying to I'm trying to trying to get a little bit of a depth over here. Now, this is almost like, what does it mean to be necessary? Well, let's be more simple. And the scientist says this is necessary. We say it's a fundamental thing in nature. Right? Fundamental things in nature must be. That's that's by definition. Right. To them, the fundamentals are not things that you derive from a scientific analysis. The fundamental existences are simply what Chazal say they are. Uh, and so that's it. It, began, it has to be. It's just a mechuyu. Now I've met many people like this, you know. Um, and the Ram says, the Ram, the Ram says he's met many people like this. He says this is the biggest category of people. And we'll have to think about it. We we'll have to see. He hasn't yet passed his opinion on on these people. He hasn't yet passed judgment on these people. So um, so let, let's go a little further, and then we'll discuss. Okay, he says. Um, Below Asu Kane, they only did this, Mahmas Sikhlusam Bikhachmos. Okay, and, that, and that's what I was trying to, to, to demonstrate to you. They only do this because of their foolishness or ignorance in wisdoms. And their distance from, from uh, scientific uh, knowledge. They don't have any of the perfection that would arouse them to this on their own. Because they don't see any problems, really. Right? They simply, like I was telling you before, the guy who had the discussion with uh, Richard Feynman, he no knowledge of science, no knowledge of what can and can't be. Okay, so that leads them to simply take these things at face value. So it's sort of like he's not He's being critical of them in the sense, in the sense that they're making a mistake, but it's not, it doesn't sound like he's being critical of them, you know, like uh, philosophically or, or, you know, in, 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 uh, in uh, certainly not in their motivation. Um, he says, uh, And nobody, they haven't, they simply haven't been fortunate enough to find people who could awaken them to these issues. But what's the problem here? Is it an innocent mistake? Is it something that just, okay, they make a mistake and they go right there? Or is it something that actually has an impact? Okay, is it a mistake that must be corrected, let's say? He says, He says, therefore, they only... They think, okay, they think, they believe, they think that the only intent of the Chachamim and all of their wise statements is only what they themselves understand. V'shehem kipshutam. And the statements are simply the plain meaning. Okay. V'af alpi sheyesh bipshutei miktsas divreyam in azoros Okay, we'll get a little further. We'll, we'll, we'll just say the whole the whole statement. We'll come back to it. Even though in the plain statements of some of the some of the plain statements there are strange things, czar, 
They're so strange, some of these things that you find in, in the statements of Chazal, that if you tell them to an average guy, okay, certainly to individuals, they'll be like, you know, astounded by these things, and they would say, how is it possible that there is in the world a person who thinks these things, who imagines these things and thinks that they're correct? Certainly people who find them pleasing in their eyes. Okay, so now, now he, he, he's he, he's letting uh, he's letting through his criticism over here. So what what is his what is his criticism of these people? He says it comes out that they're going to believe things about Chazal. Do you believe things that Chazal say? Two things he says. First of all, he says they only think that the that the that the intent of what they're of the of the that the meaning is that which they themselves perceive. Right. So what does that show you? What does that show you about their view of Chazal? But it's like a, it's like a self-serving uh, mamarim. Like when Chazal say something, it's like, ah, only that which I understand must, must be what they were saying. Okay. Like, uh, in the sense that like uh, Chazal didn't know any better than me. Ah, yeah. I must know the most yeah, because this is, what, uh, this is what I understand. Yeah, Chazal is just like I. That's right. In other words, yeah, sure. Also, that there's nothing new. Like, I already know everything that right. they're telling me. So, like, there's no value to me right. necessarily. Well, there could be new things because there could have been crazy, strange things that you wouldn't have dreamed of could be possible, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't believe, and this is the key point, they don't believe that they essentially they believe that Chazal are uh, that 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 that, how do you put it? Which which thing? That there, you know, if a person if a person reads a safer from somebody they know is much, much greater than them and much wiser than them, right? And let's say it's 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 an arrogance to assume that what you see in the thing is all there is. Is all there is, right? Right. It means say there's nothing, there's no depth to it other than the simple the simple meaning. But yet they believe Chazal are greater than them. Mm-hmm. Right? They believe Chazal are greater than them. If you would ask any one of these people, they would have to, they would certainly they would readily admit that Chazal were on a much higher level. Right? So how do, how do you explain that? Yeah. Just a quick question. Is there a difference between that? They're, they're stuck in a, in a little bit of a contradiction. And, and this is the outcome. The contradiction is they believe Chazal are great people. And therefore, they have to take everything that they say to be MS. Right, because they certainly wouldn't lie. Yet they don't have any. Uh, they don't have any idea of chachma, and they don't believe. They don't realize that the greatness of a person is really found in his in the depths of his knowledge, right. in the wisdom that he has, and, they, and and therefore they don't. They don't think. They think that Chazal are simply special people. Maybe have some special connection to God for some special holy reason and but 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 that but that's where their their greatness is 
not in their uh, in their knowledge and in their uh, and in their and in their wisdom, but in some other religious sense. So in some yeah some uh, holiness that they have, but but that's what makes them special. But in terms of their ideas, in terms of what they have to communicate, that's something that a simple that that could be understood on a simple level. So they are they they have an allegiance. They have a, they have a firm belief in the in the greatness of Chazal, and a total lack of knowledge of what wisdom is, and therefore they they're they're in this strange position where they're forced to believe the simple meaning of every strange statement of Chazal. And if you say to them, "But this doesn't make any sense," and they would say, "Chazal say it," that's the mechuyi of that's what makes it necessary. Okay, so, but but, but let me let me point out to you one one thing. I, the Rama makes a, an interesting an interesting um, uh, emphasis. He says it comes out that they're going to say that they're going to believe things that if you would tell an average person, right? If you would tell a person from the lahamon ha'am. And certainly to an intelligent person, a special person, they would say, they would be astounded that somebody could believe such a thing, right? How is it possible that there is a person in this world that believes these things or imagines these things, and I'm sorry, imagines these things, thinks that they are correct, and then he says, the kol shekain What's the kol shekain? That's what I want to understand. He says, they, they were, their reaction is, how could there be such a person that believes these things to be true? And certainly, how can there be someone who finds, who, who they find favor in his eyes? Well, what's the difference between believing that they're true and saying that they're motzachin <laughs> ve'enov? I think I... But let the young guys talk. Yeah, okay. Well, what's the other alternative? To believe them true, but don't like it. Just fight reality. So what, would that be better? Sounds like you're saying that would have been better at least. This is like really far gone. Not only do you believe it's true, but you think it's good. (laughs) Well, if you believe that Chazal is great, and that your understanding of what they're well, what what would what would give you this? What would make you believe it grudgingly or with some discomfort? If you uh, like a like a philosophy that you have, or like a, a, a so that's right. No, if it goes against something else that you have, you would accept it, but you would have a little bit of a uneasiness about it, mm-hmm. right? Awesome. So that's what he's trying to show you. He's trying to show you the level of these people. They have absolutely no knowledge of reality at all. You understand? All of their like, like, like the very fact that every true statement that they hear fits perfectly into their uh, narrative. Because what is their narrative? Their narrative is simply whatever Chazal say is the reality, right? Whatever Chazal say is the reality, whether they're talking about halacha or whether they're talking about which is true or whether they're talking about refuos or uh, schoolos or. Uh, Fantastic stories um, that uh, that literally would even maybe lead a person to clear them, right? So, so his point is like this: he's trying to show you that these people are so uh, deficient in knowledge 
about reality that they're just excited to hear everything that they, the more fantastic the thing is, as a matter of fact, the more excited they are about it, right? Because it shows you the that really Chazal are these super men, these super special people who have the, the access to this almost, you know, magical world that the rest of the people don't uh, don't understand. And that becomes part of their greatness. And that's why they become excited by it. Uh, let me show you the Ram. There's another. There's, it reminds me of a Rambam in the in the Igeres Trias uh, Hamesim, where the Ram is discussing miracles. He's discussing the right approach to uh, to uh, you know understanding or how to relate to uh, to miracles in general. Um, should is this something that we should you know, be excited about it, chase after, or is it something that that is like a necessary thing? And then, uh, but it's not, it's not like a, it's not something that in its own right, we, uh, we, we value. So he says, he says, you should know. Okay. Um, he says like this, I'll just quote this, this one line. He says, um, our striving, what we strive for, and what every intelligent person strives for, is exactly the opposite of what the Hamon are striving towards. Shehamon okay the things that they love because of their foolishness okay the Hamon Amram says are delight in uh making the Torah and intelligence two opposite extremes they delight in the mystery of things, right? And the fact that it's incomprehensible, the fact that it goes against, right, knowledge. He says, They find anything that, that doesn't make sense, right? They say, ah, that's a sign, that's a miracle, that's a, right? They're constantly running away from from saying that things should be along a certain nature. Lo b'mashi super b'mashi ovar, not in things that happened in the past. Lo b'mashi yirah b'zman haomed, not things that happened today. Lo b'mashi yomer sheyera l'asid, not about things that 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 that, that neviim say will happen in the future. He says vanachnu nishtadel, but our striving is lekabets. To join together, to gather in Bain Torah Vamoskol. We want to show no Torah and Seichel really are the same. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. He says, in other words, of course. We we accept uh, something. We accept the, the nisim, but but in other words, what's the what's your reaction? What's your go to interpretation? Right. So he says the hamon. Or everything is a miracle. Everything is a nase. They're looking for they're looking for uh, for all. This is what they're striving for. To to say that Torah is going to be something that will, you know, that is like a supernatural kind of a uh, a reality. 
and activity. And the more they can find these things, the better. He says, but we say no. It's it's really chachma. It's part of the bria. It's the same sources as the bria of science and nature, and it's the same uh, has the mark of chachma, and it develops a human potential into perfection, which is his intelligence. So that's exactly what we look for in the Torah, and, and unless it's something that we have to say, okay, we have a chazal, we have uh, a this is a, this is a this is an ace, right? Or is this like it's like um, it's like we say, you know, we take a pasuk literally, unless you can't. So the Ram is saying, we will take we'll take events as natural and indicative of chachma, unless we have to, uh, unless we can't, right? It says, but the point I'm trying to make over here is that's what he means. He's trying to paint the picture of these people that they are not only. Look, if a person is a scientist, a person is an intelligent person, and he witnesses something that goes against, you know, the fundamental premises that he that he that he has you know, discovered or believes uh, has developed or has a certain uh, conviction in, he might say, "Look, I have to believe this, but it's a, it's a problem. It's a it's, it's a pillow. You know what I mean, it doesn't fit in to my to the framework of chachma that I've developed." Right, but this person, no, these these wild stories and these wild things, it fits exactly into what they're looking for. So he's trying to show you that um, that um, not only do they accept it because of their faith in Chazal, which which could be a good, which would be a good thing, but they delight in it because. They really have no uh, foundation of uh, of Chachman. They really don't believe that Chazal are. They don't believe that the Torah is trying to develop and teach Chachman. And they think it's more like, you know, I don't want to say like wizardry, but more like, you know, special people who have special abilities. Of course, because of their closeness to God. Right? I'm not saying, but. That's the godless that, ah, now he's in control of nature. You know what I mean? Ah, that's his greatness. You understand? As opposed to saying, um, what he'll say later is, no, no, no. What is the whole tachlis? What's the whole purpose? Chachma. And therefore, if it's something that, um, and, and therefore, that, and therefore, if they are the chachamim and I uh, and we are not, then of course, their words are going to be hard for us to understand. Right, and of course we can't we can't come with the assumption of taking it as as pshuto, right? But this group does, yeah. And he says, "Does someone want to say something?" Yeah, yeah. So I understand that they can lack a certain knowledge or uh, understanding, but I don't understand what exactly are they delighted about? Um, they're they delighted, yeah. They're delighted in the the delight is, yeah. It's a good question. What, what, what's the delight? They're looking for a value. Isn't it the Eno Mabado? Isn't it the, the fact that they, they hold there's Yesh Mabado, right? The Yesh it, it, it feeds into that fantasy of there's an ode. Ode? The ode. You know I, mean? I mean, there are a lot of things that, 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 that may, was, I, I would say on a more basic level, the, the, you have to believe in a value in, in what you're doing. You have to believe there's a value and a gain in Torah, right? 
And the Chacham, that's what Ram says, the Chacham, our striving is that we say, well, what's the gain in Torah? The gain in Torah is perfection of, of man. And if you have the premise that the perfection of man is the perfection of his midos and his, and his knowledge, then we'll say, okay, what are we getting from learning Torah? What is the Torah teaching us? And, and what are Chazal uh, elaborating on and uh, must it's the it's those areas of chachma and that's where we find our value. But if you're a person who doesn't find value in chachma, you don't see that you don't you don't have any light knowledge. So it must simply be that it's above chachma. It's greater than chachma. It's something that is in the mysterious. It's something that's in a different realm. It's in the spiritual realm. You, you know what I'm saying? It's it's lamalam in the teva. So you're looking for, you're very excited to find corroboration or indications of these ideas. Uh, you know, that, ah, the Bali Masora were able to do, you know, they, 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 were, they interacted on a, uh, on, on, a, on a different plane. And you see, if you're involved in the Torah, you'll have these kinds of, um, you know, powers, so to speak. You'll have these kinds of, you'll tap into a different reality. None of this is, uh, you can find these uh, in every time, in every place. You know, these are all very common uh, notions. And no, nothing changed. You can read this, the Ram talking about his time. It's exactly what we're talking about our time. Right? Yes. Okay. So he says, V'hakathazu ha-miskeno rachmonas al-sechlusam. So now he says, this poor class. Okay. We should have pity on their foolishness. And this is the point we make They think they're elevating Chazal because they're endowing them in their minds. They're endowing them with all kinds of powers, right? He says, In reality, they're lowering Chazal to, 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 the, to the lowest level. And they don't even sense it. By the way, I just want to point that, make one point. Um, you know, there's a, there is this question. Uh, you know, obviously we do have a Amunas Chacham, but um, there's interesting toasts. You know, Chazal have like a lot of, a lot of refuos. You know, there's a mention of a lot of refuos. So there's a tosos in the end of, uh, you can't remember, it's in Moikat, in the end of a parak of Moikat, where it's discussing some of the refuos in, in, uh, in, in the Gemaras. So Tosa says, uh, I, these refuels don't work anymore, right? So he says, okay, so it must be things changed, okay? Change. But she did have a fine. I, 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 can, I can understand that. But let me ask a simple question. How could Tosa say that they don't work? What mm. right does Tosa say that they don't work? Because I'll say they work. Mm. So you see, if you want to know if something is true or not, you don't look in the Gemara, you have to look in the world. You know what I'm saying? If they're talking about something, Right, like a refuah, and uh, we want to know if it works or not. We don't say, well, if they say it works, it has to, we have to believe it works, right? We can have a question. They, they, they weren't, they're not stupid, they're not foolish, they're not liars. So, how come what they say it works doesn't work anymore? Okay, so we can say it worked in that time, doesn't work in this time, different things like that. But the point is, everybody agrees, right? Tosis says clearly that. You can't certainly can't take the position that 
I only, my only reality is what's within the Gemara. Because if my only reality is what's within the Gemara, then I will simply have to believe worse. And and when you're getting sicker and sicker, you, you I don't know what you have to tell yourself. <laughs> but but the point I make, that's an extreme example, but the point I make is um, we, we the, the Rambam is saying that um, that a Chacham should have certain basic ideas about the world that he knows from Chacham. And then when he gets to the Gemara, that will be a question why it doesn't match up. We'll have to, we'll have to think about that. But the fool, because he doesn't know anything about the world, doesn't know any, any ideas of Chachma, doesn't realize there is a value in the Chachma of, uh, of, the, um, of, of Mada, right? and he's simply not, not developed in that sense, he has that ability, and he says it's a Rachmanus on his foolishness that allows him to go down such a path. But what is the result of such a, of such a methodology? He says you really lower, lower Chazal, yeah. Yeah, and you brought up So, did it ever work? So, yeah, it worked in those times. It worked for them, but it doesn't work for us. It wasn't. If Chazal said it worked, they didn't. They're not lying. And um, and um, and uh, must be that. However, they did it in that time. There's there's a separate question. What Howie is what Howie is asking is: Is it possible to say they made a mistake? Right, Tos doesn't want to say that. He says, "Look, they they were right, and we're right. How are they? How is it they were right, and we and we are right?" I mean, I don't know the door, but it seems like Tos is saying that at one time it did work. Yes, yes, right. So I think it's also possible that it never worked. Right. So that would mean to say they made a mistake. That means they uh, made sorry. Yeah. I have... there, there's a there's another approach. I mean, there are different approaches to this question, right? There's a um, there is a, uh, a a good essay. If you haven't seen it yet, you should take a look at the essay. I can I can send it around from Rav Hirsch on Chazal and science. Is anybody anybody familiar with that essay? That's a very good essay. Um, and he and he takes the point where he says, you know, Chazal were um, experts in halacha. Right, and that's where they spent all of their energies, and um, they were not doctors; they were not scientists. So you have to take your best advice from others. They weren't they weren't devising these medicines. This was the common accepted belief in that time, and they were deferring to those experts now. We can never ever make the mistake of the arrogance, uh, you know, the arrogant people who look back at old days and say, "Oh, how could they possibly have believed that then?" <laughs> because those people would have been would, would have would have believed it as well. There's a certain, you know, the world has has changed. Methods of analysis have improved. Uh, scientific methodology has changed. But uh, you can't fault the Chazal for uh, accepting or the, the, the realities of the scientific uh, communities uh, at that time. Because what were they supposed to do? What was the alternative? Investigate, stop learning, and just set up uh, laboratories? I mean, there was, there, was no, there was no such a thing in the first place. And Bismarck Azair, 
you know, for Moshe Feinstein has a tshuva that he has to know about something, he's going to just consult with the expert. He's not going to enroll in medical school and try to question all the premises of the current uh, medicine. You know, I mean, it's just, and, and in 200, 300 years, people can look back at our medicine and say, oh, they were, they were sticking those things in their arms. Uh, <laughs> but some people are doing it now. But um, but the point is that that was his point of that you can't hold them to to that kind of a standard and you can't expect them to and you can't mock them for um, you know simply uh, accepting the, the 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 cutting edge uh, science of the time that that's not their um, that that's the rational thing for any chacham to do and um, he explains I mean there are certain there's certain uh, there's a um, there's certain mishnayos and there's a, there's, a, there's a mishnah that discusses a the tumma of a of a mouse that's half flesh half mud. Half mud. Yeah. Anybody ever hear of that mouse? No. Yeah. So I think he discusses that. He says, look, the Rambam on the parish mishnayos says that people have said that there's such a thing. He says it sounds very strange, but people have said it. So Refersh basically his point was, it wasn't that it wasn't that Chazal saw these things. They heard about these things. And they weren't going to go on expeditions to find out if they, if they existed or not. In that framework of reality, they did believe in spontaneous generation. And uh, as a matter of fact, my father made a startling uh, statement the other day. He said that uh, we also believe in spontaneous, the scientists today believe in, sp- in spontaneous generation. <laughs> because when you ask them how did life start, they'll say spontaneously. So <laughs> spontaneous generation is not a crazy idea. Okay, it's disproven in, in most of uh, what we know. But it's not like something that is that's stupid. It's not like Especially given the scientific information that you have about how things work, you know, thousands of years ago, basically they believe in four elements and mixed together and uh, you know things like that. And 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 they believed, you know, uh, flies are emerging from meat uh, that rots. You know, it's not it's not like you know, we could look back now and say, but uh, but but Refersh's point was that if you believe Chazal were Chachamim. And experts in halacha and in mesora and those kinds of things, they're simply going to take the scientific information they have and and apply their halacha knowledge to that case. So when they say this half mud, half mouse, it's not there was no mesora on this existence, but it was a, a phenomenon that was accepted, and um, and they simply. Um, uh, analyzed like any other uh, phenomenon, but not that um, you know, uh, but um, not that they uh, had some uh, supernatural belief about these things. And there, there's there are there are other, there are other things like that. Okay, so the point is, if you're going to see something like this, you're going to see these out these weird things. You're either going to say that uh and you don't have any ground grounding in in uh in Fosma. you don't uh and you don't believe that uh, their methodologies are are um, in terms of 
uh, knowledge and wisdom and, and, and that's their focus, you're going to say, okay, they're, they're tapped into another realm. They're tapped into another world. Okay. But hold on. Let's go back to the, to the main point here. He says like this. He says, it's a Rachmanus on their foolishness. Okay. And here's the main point. He says, they think they're elevating Chazal because they think in their minds they're making them into these super people. But in reality, they're reducing them to the lowest level. And they don't notice it. So he's like bordering, like criticizing them and not criticizing them, right? It's like a Rachmanus. See, this is the problem, though. He says they, they are destroying the glory of Torah. They're, they're darkening its, its shine. Okay. They're actually turning the Torah into the opposite of its intention. So that's the Pasuk in, uh, in Dvar. Right. And the Ram uses this as, as a it's kind of like a litmus test. And he says, the Pasuk says in Eschanon that um, Pasuk says, uh, yeah, he says, Re'ei, mimadti Eschem, this is Dalet Hei, chukim mishpotem kereshitzivani Hashem elokoi lasos kem bekerav ha'ors yotem barm shoma l'rishta. So I'm giving you command, I'm commanding you mitzvot that you'll do in the lands that you that you uh, inherit. Ushmartem v'asisem, you should keep them and do them. They are your wisdom and your understanding in the in the eyes of the nation. Nations. They're going to hear all of these laws, the, the system of Torah. The Omru. Rak Am they're going to say, what an amazing, wise nation this, uh, this, this, this great nation is. Now, let me just see. He says, V'hakata zu darshim mishpote divrei chachamim devarim asher heim yishmeum ha'amim But the way these people interpret Chazal, when the nations hear it, they'll say, how stupid and foolish this small, this diminutive nation is. So the Ram is, that's what's interesting about the Ram. He's saying, and this goes back maybe to, to Moshe's question, that there is a certain Havtocha that that like a promise, like a guarantee that if the Torah is being done properly, the people will recognize the Chachma. People, even the non-religious people, they'll recognize this is a wise nation. They are intelligent. They are living in a way that is um, successful for them, that is uh, that gives them a perfection, gives them a good life, a happy life, they're not running after crazy fantasies, right? And 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 their leaders are um, are, are, are are wise people. So, but the point is like this: the Ram is saying 
So let's go back to, to your question. What is the wisdom that he's talking about, right? Because the, the people are going to, what, they're going to, um, what, what is this wisdom that is going to be seen from all the people? He says, Okay, we'll, we'll leave that for now. Yeah, so what do you say? Because he keeps talking about their foolishness and their, and their, and their, and their, and their lack of fun and, uh, and they, they don't have chachma. Yeah. So what is exactly, um, can, we, can, we, can we define exactly what the, um, the uh, what exactly he's, he, he's referring to? That's uh, his motion going. Yeah. Interesting. I can understand you'll turn from Novon, from Chacham and Novon to Sochol and Novo. But why do you turn from big to small? <laughs> yeah, Gadol means great. And what is Katan? Uh, not great. <laughs> Could it mean exaggerated and therefore? I think Katan over here also means like local, like just like just Plain. focused. No, focused on those. Gadol and Katan is like what's your view? Like what's your what's your world view? You know what I mean? If people are just like a cult of stupidity, they are. They have no harchavas hadas. They have no expansive knowledge. They, they're just they're a, small-minded. Yeah, they're what? They're closed-minded. They're narrow. Small-minded. 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 Exactly. Small-minded. Like nitpicky. Right. As opposed to gadol. Gadol means they are. Um, they have a certain supremacy over a vast uh, expanse of, uh, of knowledge. Kaza means their dominion is. Yeah, they're like a little group of uh, of a peculiar group that has a dominion over a very small real state of of uh, importance. Yeah, I mean, I, I think what he means to say is when he says in the beginning, he says "sichlusam bechachmos verichukam minamadoim." Their ignorance of chachmos, but that's just a generic, that's a general phrase. And their distance from the sciences, the madaim. But you know, the point is like this: that Torah develops the, like we we're saying before, develops man into what his, uh, from his potential to his, uh, to his, uh, from 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 Koch to Paul, right? But but what is man? Man is those. What what is the essence of man? So in the Ramam's view, certainly, right? What differentiates man from animal is his wisdom, and therefore, people are going to see and they'll say, "Ah, what does the Torah do? What is what is their allegiance to this system do? It develops them into a uh, it develops their 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 potential for wisdom. It turns them into a higher level uh, human being. Why? Because they're now relating to the world in general in a more realistic way. You understand? They're they're relating to everything they do is uh, is more uh, is is based on thinking and analysis and uh, planning, and uh, as opposed to the other nations. That are looking for, you know, diviners and uh, amulets and, uh, you know, uh, 
pouring a lead and looking at how they're reading tea leaves and these kind of things. That's what's driving their decisions. They're, they're, they're not in reality. They're not in reality. This nation is no. The, the the Torah has taught them that what is really the um, the 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 tool to uh, to to success is is is, is your chachma, is your analysis, and um, and that's and that's what the Torah really helps them to develop, as opposed to these people. Let's put it, let's put it on the other. These people are saying no. It's not that the Torah is really developing you into a better, more perfected person, but there's like a thing. If you keep the Torah, you'll get some special. You're gonna. It's not that the person becomes better. It's not that the person overall is more in touch with, more in line with reality. Not that his his uh, he, he, he's a sophisticated more sophisticated a more sophisticated philosopher it's that he has some sense that this will grant him some kind of special privilege and you see that's why they take that's why they delight in the stories of Chazal it's very similar to um, I mean Hasidus has a lot of this if you ever want to see crazy stories uh, you read get a hold of this book called uh, uh, Shivchei <laughs> Habesht in New Hampshire used to go to the shul over there. That was a uh, they have all these outlandish stories about the Baal Shem when he was a baby, he never cried, and you know, I mean they're trying to like paint the picture of like some super type of a person, you know. And obviously, a baby has nothing to do with chacham, so it's just like a divine, some kind of a special uh, individual. And and if you just uh, you know do these things uh that's a very small that's a very small minded everything becomes focused on these little things and um to the and at the expense of developing the true the true hidur and 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 zoo and the, the the true hadar you know the true glory and shine of the torah should be you see a tamil chacham and uh you recognize uh, what type of uh, change he made in his life? How he developed his, his perfected his midos and his chachman in general. His, you know, the Gemara says if a person has the ability to study, you know, the uh, astronomy in terms of uh, kiddush achoros and these things, and he doesn't do that, that's uh, that's a terrible loss, a terrible thing because that's a great chachma, and that's a chachma that that's something that shows expresses chachma to the world. So you have to express the idea of uh, and to the degree that these people are delighting in the opposite because it's 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 a Rahmanas, but it's it's really degrading uh and degrading the Torah. Okay. All right, let's stop here.